0: Welcome to another action-filled, exciting, packed episode of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where two and sometimes three, blah, 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 you all (laughs) know this by now. (laughs) Tonight, we are looking back to one of the scariest movies ever made. (laughs) Well, not really. We'll get around (laughs) to it. It's actually not. it's, It's probably the movie that, as a kid, I thought was the scariest movie, and then I realized it really wasn't. Yeah um it is uh the uh other movie from the 80s about uh
1: killer no clowns. no 1990 oh 1990 yes i, I was negative too oh holy moly yes
2: our young and uh guest star today was not yet born when this well we'll get came to out. that yeah
0: so it's not killer clowns from outer space it is of course the original stephen king's it yeah
2: the original Killer Clown from Outer Space. Yes. If you know anything about the book. which I don't. I don't either, yeah. so <laughs> I had to do a
1: lot of yeah. research. Apparently, a turtle is God. So. Yeah, um, well, it's turtles all the way down.
2: We can discuss that. So, um, listeners, I'm going to go ahead and provide a little bit of clarification because we have yet another special guest star with us in the studio this week. His name is Adam. You've heard me say that before because we've had Adam Brown on two episodes of Much Ado and uh, Death Race 2000. And we've actually mentioned Jason's friend Adam who helped him invent the jealousy scale where you mark your amount of jealousy with jellies. Um, So there's that. We actually have another Adam and this is turning into a Bob Newhart bit really quickly. That's my friend Adam, my other friend Adam, and our other other friend Adam. So this is actually Mr. Adam Darby joining us for Stephen King's It This Week.
1: Hey guys, very happy to be here. Very happy to have the choice of the movie for this episode yeah and, and I, we I,
2: get I, our I, we give our guests that freedom we do yes
0: it's, it's the price we charge in order for them to be able to leave yeah. <laughs> you have to and pay we and talk beer. about a movie yeah exactly uh yeah so if your name is adam and you'd like to uh be on the uh, uh on a podcast please and get in touch with us You
2: your name has to be adam and you have to have been in a shakespeare troupe with us at some point it's a very niche group or
0: be yeah. australian
2: yes any yeah. one of you australians yeah. whatever That'll your work. name is the love letters are in the mail i swear to god
1: we're gonna get so many letters now so many emails it's gonna and, be great and you guys uh it is it is good to see though that we're keeping up with
0: at least averaging two variant beers per episode yes. i am i'm still on my uh my
1: my vodka jason's r- looking r- after
2: his girlish figure right now <laughs> listeners. Yeah,
1: i'm chasing it <laughs> It's not water, folks.
2: But yes, before we do officially introduce Mr. Adam Darby, Uh, we always give a shout out to our beloved Variant Brewing in Roswell, Georgia, not New Mexico. I know that joke is never going to get old. So that's the one with the Stargate in it uh, in downtown Roswell, in case you guys haven't visited it yet. It is one of the best breweries of all uh, in in all of time of space. With the Stargate. Yes, exactly. So you can go to space. (laughs) Yeah. That's... (laughs) You just stepped all over that joke. So (laughs) It's okay. So, uh, listeners, I have changed up my game today, and I'm going to combine Adam's shout-out with Variant with my change of flavor. I've switched over to another delicious Goza that they serve. It's called Ridiculous Thoughts, and if you haven't tried it yet, get on it immediately. So, Mr. Darby, what are you drinking over there in your corner?
1: I'm drinking Dark Alchemy. Very enjoyable. enjoyable. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, One of the
0: best beers they make there. So good.
1: Well, so
0: uh, real quick, just have to uh, just take us off course just briefly and report on the reason that we were uh, a bit delayed, which was I was on vacation. Oh yes, and
2: I want to hear all about this.
0: Well, what happened was about like two years ago, we booked a trip to go to Disneyland, and uh, you know we we're as listeners may know, uh, my family was a big Disney family, um, but we'd never been to Disneyland. As it happened. By pure coincidence, we happened to book the week of the soft opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, that was
2: me losing my yeah. damn mind. <laughs> we it's we
0: timing we we rode on the um, uh, the Millennium Falcon, the uh, Smugglers Run ride three times in a row. <laughs> we just walked off, walked around, walked back on. That's how low the crowd was. That's yes, because awesome. you
2: explained y'all got that really good mileage deal and uh, fast passes, right?
0: Well, it was well. We did the VIP tour at the park. But the VIPs couldn't go into Galaxy's Edge. You had to book a specific block of time. You had to be staying at, at one of the hotels on property.
2: So the, the heavens just aligned for this trip. It was all perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect.
0: We checked, uh, or I checked earlier today, and the wait time for the same ride. Was four hours, oh. two hundred and forty minutes.
2: Well, I was I was googling everything that I could about that because I knew that the three of you were taking your trip, and uh I saw that what was it that I can't remember what it's called, but it's a Hagrid based ride for Harry Potter World, which had a similar weight Yeah, there were people there ten hours oh, yeah. before the park was even going to open yeah. to be so on the like, new Hagrid ride. Yeah, yeah, it's Hagrid so ride. stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so insane. Stupid. It's like, you could just well, wait until there are less people and then go later. But that's just, it's too exciting. You I just, guess. You gotta go. Yeah. I
1: thought I heard that one of the rules that they were incorporating with Galaxy's Edge was that they kick you out after four hours.
0: That might, that, I know that's how it was with us. Is We actually had an armband. And they well, gave, we're
2: talking about Disneyland versus Disney World. True. There's no Harry yeah. Potter World in California, is there? Uh, or did I, they do I think one there Universal's
0: too? got something out there, but it's not. But no, it's, it's definitely not, Universal. Yeah, it's, it's not, not at nearly, Disney. Yeah. yeah, it's not nearly as. No, but I, I know we had a four-hour thing because you had a particular uh, color wristband. Okay, and I don't really think that they were kicking anyone out. Um, I'll put it this way: we had a four-hour block. We did everything in three hours. We That's were done. Amazing. We were done in three hours. We, wow. When we left, we had, you know, we had gone through all the shops. We met Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, I had. What some, other I character
2: had, did you meet, Jason? Uh, Darth Vader. Uh, well, yes, uh, but. Yeah. You said you also met.
0: I met the well. The way the whole thing is set up is it's it's totally immersive, and there's like first order cast members and sure. uh, you know resistance cast members, and throughout they 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 see little pieces of story throughout the park, and there's actually characters going around.
3: Mm-hmm. So like
0: Kylo Ren doesn't just show up and do a little thing and then leave. He actually shows up, and he has stormtroopers who and they're looking for a Jedi. Ooh. Cool, and that Jedi, um, I can't remember her name, but you do.
2: Um, is she a Jedi? Because she, she
0: I, she's a re- yeah, I think she's a Jedi. She's a rebel. I know she's
2: she's definitely a rebel. Her name is V. Maradi, yeah. uh, or Vi Maradi. Is uh, she in the movies at all? No. Uh, well, here's the thing. My friend, who I grew up with through <clears throat> the Roswell Recreation Parks Department, uh, our parents worked there together. Is my friend and author pal, Delilah S. Dawson, who recently expanded the Star Wars universe through books. She Ooh. wrote a book about Phasma's backstory. Okay. And uh, the story actually starts out with this character that is now just walking around Galaxy's Edge. So Delilah invented her out of thin air, and now she's a character that lives and, at And we Disneyland. met
1: her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah,
2: so big shout out to Delilah.
1: It's a huge honor.
0: To, but she didn't awesome. evidently incorporate my favorite fan theory about Phasma. Which is that if you take the mask off, it's Kim Jong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How awesome would that be? That's needed some backstory, some substance.
0: Yeah. But anyway, so uh, everyone listening, obviously tuned in to hear us talk about it. Uh, Yay! after of it. Uh, this
2: nice little jaunt <laughs> yeah. through Disney, we were trying to lift you up a little bit, guys. Because, like Jason said, if even if it's not the scariest movie. Of the ever, ever anymore, because hey. it's it's aged a little poorly. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Like well, most they of the all volcano. do. it's, yeah. it's aged. Very poorly. If nothing
2: yeah. else, though, this is a movie ra- that Terrible rain
1: me.
0: gags where it's very obvious that a kid is running underneath a uh, basically a, a water sprinkler. Well. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, not- the rain is coming in at different angles. Actually, like I've it's- got a really bit of interesting
2: trivia
3: <laughs> regarding that.
2: Uh, so Georgie is running through some sprinklers, but it's not a sprinkler. Ed, they actually reused it from that fire hydrant that never got repaired in Lethal Weapon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. There you go. Well, when they had use. to invent their own rain. Might as well use it for another movie.
0: Yeah.
2: But thank God. I wonder um, what
0: neighborhood they filmed this in. I mean, just looking at it, going, you know, yeah, there's
2: no one there. There is are no the, cars. Yeah, is that, that
0: is that the back lot? I mean, is, is like that
2: the back lot of Warner Brothers. Yeah, I mean, is the
0: Lethal Weapon house you know around the block? You know,
2: and yeah. See, they save money on making their own rain that way because they were just using the fire hydrant uh, from the uh, Mr. Joshua and Riggs fight. But he, here's just the initial scariest part of the movie when Definitely. it is luring. Billy's little brother Georgie into the sewer. And it's just... Have you guys seen those memes floating around on social media? I know Jason's just now getting into the social media game, but there are these memes where... It's a or like those games you can play where it's like how did it lure you into the sewer.
1: I love those. Those <laughs> are my favorite. Yeah. And
2: last year mine was uh it told me Dragon Con is still happening down here, Jade, and I was like, I'm a goner. And here well, I go.
1: <laughs> for me it was when they were still waiting to release a trailer for the Force Awakens, so it was there's the uh, Force Awakens trailer down here. <laughs> oh man,
2: and he's got the voice and everything listeners. So Yeah, but the, we're thing the is, uh, it,
0: in reality though, if, if if he was going after people slightly older, you know, right. like, you know, early Teenage boys, his job would have been a lot easier.
3: <laughs> oh, know? yeah.
0: Hey, what are you doing down there? All right, show them to me. All right, I'll come in. <laughs> oh my God. I got
1: girls of all sorts down here.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, are you going to kill me? Probably not. All right, I'll, I like those odds. I will roll those dice. Um,
2: so speaking Sweet. of rolling dice, this is the first yeah. movie yeah. <laughs> that we have ever gambled on with, because it's a horror movie, listeners. Usually we, we we check in with like action or comedy or a mixture of both. Kind of well, like we, we watched Billy Madison. Comedy. Hmm.
0: I Shut that, up. I thought it was a horror movie. Oh my God. Madison's well, amazing. A clown
2: dies in that one too. That's
0: true. So. That's true. <laughs> there There's a bloody a clown. Spoiler in that alert movie. everywhere. Maybe they're in the same cinematic universe. Well, oh
2: no, he doesn't die because then he's got that random song and number where he, yeah. like he
0: couldn't die through the ha- yeah. head. Yeah.
2: yeah. Maybe that's what happened is the it was the head injury that turned him into it. But uh so before we get into any more of that, Adam why don't you explain what the hell you were thinking and picking this horrendous <laughs> movie for us to
3: watch?
1: Yes, so, well, when I was originally talking with you, Darth, you were telling me to pick a film that uh, affected you as a child or a movie that you maybe shouldn't have seen as a child yes, or I'm very something that had an impact on your childhood. And the number one movie I thought of was the original 1990 It miniseries uh, that was aired on ABC, which, by the way, it, it pushed some envelope it when really it came did. out because yeah. it has a lot of fake blood used throughout this movie, and that was not a thing on TV back then. But anyways, I chose this movie because I used to walk through the video store every week as most 90s kids probably did. And I would always see this box with the evil clown, Pennywise, on the box. And I would always say, Mom, what is this movie? And she's like, oh, it's it. It's very scary. Don't watch it. And it piqued my curiosity. Every time I would go through the horror section looking for that box with the clown on it. So every week we got the TV guide and the newspaper. That's the only way you knew things that were on television.
2: Oh, yeah. Listeners, there used to be this booklet. Yeah.
1: You used to get it in the newspaper or you'd have to pick it up at a grocery store. (laughs) Or or as my
0: family referred to it, the good book. <laughs> to go,
1: yeah.
2: delivered to Mrs. Chanandler Bong <laughs> for all our friends lovers out there. But, so, yeah, so okay.
1: Every Sunday night they used to have something on ABC, ironically the channel that originally aired this movie called The Wonderful World of Disney where oh, they yeah, would play some that. kind of kid-friendly movie on Sunday night. So, my mom and dad would put me in the playroom upstairs with me and the TV and I would watch Wonderful World of Disney usually by myself. Well, I looked in the TV guide and showing at the exact same time as well, The Wonderful World of Disney was Stephen King's It on the Sci-Fi Channel.
2: Which, so, what f- single-digit year old doesn't want to watch that? Of course. Yeah. I was in
1: kindergarten. Any kid and, uh, is going to go, fuck this. Yeah, of course. I was like, nah. What's um, this mouse? I need to check this clown out immediately. Yeah. And we had a creaky board right outside the door. So every time I heard the creaky board, I turned it back <laughs> to The Wonderful World of Disney. And the second they left, it was It. And uh, I was, I remember crying a lot during the movie, but I kept watching. Of because course.
0: Absolutely. Of you course. Did. Yeah,
1: you can't stop watching. He was know? looking
2: into the deadlights, listeners. Yeah. It puts <laughs> you in a lights. coma.
1: <laughs> Don't you want it? But I kept watching and watching, and I was fascinated and terrified, and I couldn't sleep that night. And I honestly, every time I took a shower, I usually stood on the opposite side to avoid the drains Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the sinks. I avoided drains at all costs. So uh, See,
2: this might be like the new age Jaws, because for you and me growing up, Jason, it was toilets and pools. You didn't (laughs) want to be near water at
0: all. That's no joke. Because of Jaws. Yeah, Yeah. I remember as a kid swimming in a swimming pool, and I would just get this image in my mind of a shark being behind me. Right. Yep. Like, like, and I would, I couldn't do it. There's I, no it logic. You, don't, you no, it, it, I had no. dreams about that. And you're Ugh. in a
2: freshwater pool. Right. <laughs> so, but still, it, but still, you know, but it still, it
0: still scares you because, oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's, I, I love hearing stories about, you know, when you're a kid and you're getting away with stuff, you know, because I think that, <laughs> That's the best part of being a kid. That's yes. kind of
3: the
2: the cornerstone of this yeah. entire show, really. Yeah.
0: Like- well, it's it, <laughs> Bill Bill Bryson. We've talked about him. He's got oh, a book many called times. Yeah, The Adventures of the Thunderbolt Kid. Yes. Which, yeah, it's a great book. It's about just growing up in the fifties, and it it's Before all kids were special. Yeah, well, you know, but well, it's great because it's like kids have always been doing this crap. It's like just a thing with American kids. Is, yeah. Oh yeah. That's you know, what you said on our Caddyshack episode. It's yeah. like, it's
2: not that the movie was particularly dirty. It's just that it showed kids being kids, right. getting high and having sex and yeah. doing whatever kids are going to do. That's yeah. literally,
0: yeah. A bunch of 18 year old kids getting stoned and having sex. Oh, that's, imagine that. Yeah. Wow. On a boring
2: wow. ass golf course. Yeah. <laughs> Who know?
0: You know, sort of like, uh, um, whenever I was a kid and we had cable, um, Cable. And they, they scrambled. What is that? Yeah, remember? You know, they would scramble <laughs> the channels. Oh my god, that's and where the
2: TV guide was telling. Oh, yeah, it, it guided us through the cable
0: and I'm then, putting it all together. And <laughs> and there were there was that one magical night when Skinamax, for whatever <laughs> oh, reason, wow, I saw what, that in first grade. Yeah, it's like it wasn't oh scrambled, no. and you're like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you, I'm not bringing you any more boys to play well, with. And I'm you, done. You seriously
0: though? You it's like as a kid, it's like oh my god, it's scrambled, and you think it's like nineteen, <laughs> it's like 1939, and you're you're what. <laughs> What does that sound? Is that coming! Is that coming! <laughs> Quick, change this channel! They will see the nipples. <laughs> well, and you
2: had to have skill back then too, oh, because hell there yeah. wasn't the um. Good what's, timing. What's the button called now? Where it just it literally? Oh, flips. The, previous, the previous. Yeah, the previous button. I didn't grow up with that technology. Noise. You had to remember exist.
1: the channel number. You had to push the numbers fast enough and time it just right. Oh, and you couldn't push them close enough to each other either, because that then worked, the TV yeah. would get confused. Yep. Right. Yeah, right. God. Well,
0: that's why you had to sit there
1: with a Memories. brick, and in case your parents came in, you just have to hurl the brick at the TV. Like the corners you know. of my
3: mind.
1: <laughs> Yeah, no. As a as a, I know I'm young, but as a late kid in the 90s, I had to learn all the channel numbers for everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we should just call him Young Adam to differentiate. That's true.
1: <laughs> that's true because we have we have Old
0: Adam, who is my friend. Okay. And then we have really old Adam. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> I wasn't going to be that. It's like your Mike Myers thing. What's a a middle-aged man? Well, like his father before him, you know, old man. Well, who's his father? Dead Dead man.
0: man. (laughs) Middle-aged man. God, I love that skit. I think I'm one of
1: the few people out there who, when people say Tim Curry, they immediately think Pennywise. Yeah. Well. Most uh, people think Frankenfurter or something else. Yeah, and I, I
0: well, actually. Hello, I, I'm Nigel Thornberry.
1: Nice <laughs> dashing. Yeah,
0: And I, I hate that, too, because I think that out of all the Tim Curry things that I've ever seen, the one I like the least is Rocky Horror Picture Show really yeah, he said yeah, that before I,
2: our listeners yeah, are how? a little mad and <laughs> I, I,
0: I just I've seen him in so many things where it's just oh what a wonderful Clue
1: Clue yeah. oh, God, he steals yeah. the movie Clue. Clue. Yeah. He, he steals movie. the show
2: whenever <laughs> <laughs> well and see that Annie. is my big point about this movie any 10 Hunt for Red ten October
1: Kram- oh yeah there you go uh, Home Alone 2.
2: It has aged so poorly. Like I I, oh, I was bad. upset with you, Adam, when you chose this movie <laughs> because I was like, damn it, I've been successfully avoiding that movie for, I'm not going to say how many years. This because is the first mean, time you saw it? No, no, no. I saw it when I was a kid, okay. but I've never watched it since because it scared the living hell out of me.
1: Emphasis on scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: it was just, it was horrible. And. I just couldn't. I could never bring myself to watch it again. My older brother would watch it with ease, and it, but he just was stuff like that never bothered him. But I, I haven't watched this. But movie wasn't since that the weird 90s. though?
0: Because you, 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 we all had that friend who, for some reason, these didn't scare them.
2: No, not at all. And they were all,
0: you know. Yeah. I, I had a friend that I remember. I uh, was at a, a like a sleepover, or whatever, once, and for some reason, some kid put on. I guess his parents had a VHS copy. Maybe they had rented it. Wait, what's a VHS tape? (laughs) Of The Exorcist Two, which is a terrible. The Exorcist Two is terrible. terrible. (laughs) One and three are good. But as a kid, though,
2: oh yeah, it's not the quality of the movie; it's the scary. It was scary
0: as hell. But there was this one kid that we knew who was like laughing and giggling at it the whole time. That kid's a (laughs) psycho. Yeah. Well, he ended up with a very lengthy jail. Career. I was
2: about to say, oh. he's, he's probably in prison.
0: Okay um,
1: now, but no, I don't know.
0: Scariest <laughs> movie, though, that still scares you. I've got one. Amityville Horror. Oh, wow. Okay. That movie still scares me. I, that movie freaks me. Well, Actually, okay. The Exorcist does too, if
1: I'm honest.
2: I had a bit of a, okay. a, a, bit of a psychopath moment with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake, because that came out when I was about in high school. The uh, 2003 and, one? Yeah. That's a I, good one.
1: I, Is that well, the I, Rob I, Zombie one? No, that's Halloween. Yeah, I
2: was about to say yeah, that's yeah, a different yeah, franchise. Yeah. Well, I scared my friends because I grew up in the South. And, like people hunt here. It's a it's a whole popular thing. So uh at one point what's his face rubber that's face? Leatherface. Leatherface. Yeah. Um Rubberface. That's Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> my so now I
0: want to see Jim Carrey It's so that easy movie. to get mixed up. That's Harrison up. Ford. Rubberface? face. Oh. He, come on, Harrison Ford. He has the best rubber face acting. Oh, ever. okay. Yeah. I, oh, cut. it that he does. Catch up on. Blade Runner, the one scene when the person's grabbing his face. And oh, you're right. And, yeah, yeah well, he does he's that. He's just kind of.
2: Yeah. He's got hound dog skin, but um, <laughs> 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 so uh, no. But I scared my friends when we were watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre a bunch of idiot teenagers in a dark basement watching a scary movie like you do
0: that is a pretty scary movie it was yeah.
2: but um at one point leatherface uh, hacks off a guy's leg with his chainsaw and then proceeds to put him in a tub and pack salt onto the end yeah. of his leg and my friends were like oh my god why is he doing that that's so mean and i was like oh to torture him longer that's how you preserve the meat to make uh no, I don't know. <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 lo- I, lo- I love that your friends were saying that's so mean.
2: They just want him uh, to taste like good. That's all girls. he wants. He needs to be tenderized. All right, buddy,
0: you cut my legs off. That's one thing, but this is over the line.
2: <laughs> well, I mean just rubbing the wound. I am going wound, to give this place from.
0: a terrible review on
1: Yelp. <laughs> what do you guys have never done this before?
2: <laughs> do you not? Um Yeah, but so I, I I know I had a psychopath moment with that, but honestly, I can't even tell you what movie still scares me because I avoid the absolute hell out of scary movies. I just don't like them. I even told Josh when Adam picked this movie, I was like, (laughs) okay, so you're going to have to sit with me through all three hours of this, and I'm going to cling to you like a little koala bear because I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Lo and behold, he gets home later than I do, so I have to start the movie and start taking my notes and I was like, all right, where's my giant German shepherd dog? She's here in case a space clown shows up. Yeah. Uh, but then I started taking notes and really watching the movie. I was like, this isn't scary at
1: all. No. Not at all. No. It the- was terrifying as a kid, but it's, oh, it's, God. it's now it's an un- unintentional comedy. Well, you point. know, w- when
0: mm-hmm. you're a kid, you know, and especially when, when we were kids, um, you you could see past things like, OK, well, this is. Obviously, you know, done on a, a very limited budget, or it's yeah. done, on, you know, you could see straight past the, that. Your
2: suspension of disbelief was so, it oh, came yeah. to you so much more easily. Look,
0: when I was a kid, uh, critters. Critters, yeah. critters that's, scared the crap oh, out of me. such a, a funny movie. movie. It's yeah. hilarious now. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: Great. Well, and see, I was a total wuss growing up. Hell, uh, Ace Ventura scared me. Because, Ace Ventura, and I'll tell you the exact moment because Jim Carrey's you know sneaking around looking for snuff like the, doll, uh, the dolphin at the that shark. rich guy's house. Yeah, and I see Jim Carrey flailing around and the shark is attacking him. And my dad was like, "Baby, it's not real. It's 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 funny. It's okay." But I was losing my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell a kid that they can't because. It's real when it, yeah, exactly. It's it's they buy into it and it's real. I mean, like when my brothers, who are they're a lot older than me, they're about uh, uh 10 years older than me,
2: they're dead men, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, they they used to have to go see uh scary movies in the movie theater, and it was back whenever the movie theaters, you know, in my town, we had the two good theaters, right, which was where the real movies went, but then we had the dollar theater which was like oh, stuff that was Dollar about theaters. to come out on VHS. Yeah, it was stuff that was going to come out on well no, this was pre-VHS. I was about to say oh. yeah, that. This, yeah, this VHS is, had yeah. to be revamped so, for a time. It was those like movies. TV, I guess. Yeah, right? it was like stuff that it, it had gone out of the, the real theaters a long time ago, but this it was also thriller stopped. really
2: set the bar really high and wound yeah. up in the good theaters.
0: But they uh they snuck in to a showing of uh, it was it was one of a series of movies called Faces of Death. And if you've never seen Faces of Death. Never. It's it is it is a pure cult movie. I mean, very few people remember it. The whole point of it was they build it as the whole movie was essentially actual footage of people actually dying. Now most of it oh. was most of it was fake. They just sure. lied, you know. But there was some but stuff. They in sold there. it like it wasn't. Like but it wasn't. was it a snuff yeah. film. It would well, I mean, yeah, it was sort of was. It was like, here's footage of a person being hit by a car. Oh, god, you know, here's footage of a person, you know, all this, you know, crazy ass stuff. And then it was stuff that, well, wait, why was there a camera there? Bizarrely, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's
2: what it's actually making me think of that really weird episode of The Office when Gabe became a character after they, uh after Saber took over Dunder Mifflin oh, yeah, and yeah. gave the tall, lanky, creepy guy was showing just this disturbing reel of footage. There was like a camera in the back of Stanley's car for no reason. And right. uh, it was showing like melting Barbie dolls and stuff, just really creepy stuff. Yeah. So like, I I don't know that I could sit through a movie like that. It bothered me enough oh, being yeah. that separated from it.
0: Yeah. Well, and again, you know, I think as a kid, you, 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 Immediately go to the Im, you know, sort of the, the the lizard brain part of you that says, "What would this be like if this really happened?" Yeah, to me, you Ooh. know. I mean, Trimmers, um, oh, great movie. Trimmers, oh, it's Plastic. a great movie.
1: Kevin Bacon at his finest. Yeah, it pr-
0: I think it's probably Kevin Bacon's best movie.
1: Really, I, I love that movie. Every woman in the world, I
2: was about to say, well, every woman in the world and Adam Darby is disagreeing <laughs> yeah. with you right now. I, I,
0: I, <laughs> Yeah, Footloose is good. Don't get me wrong. You know, uh, the music was better than Footloose. I'll give it that.
2: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's no arguing that. But um, let's get back to the movie really quickly to give it just a little bit of
0: uh, synopsis. Yes. What is happening in this movie?
2: Yeah. Adam, I'll let you take that away. Since you know the movie so well. Oh, you
1: know, it's your typical tale of a small town full of children being terrorized by a child-eating, shape-shifting clown. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like you do. Yeah, uh, he's in, it's kind of your thing about Emotep uh, the Mummy. He's not really a clown or a. De- he's like a chupacabra. He's like yeah. uh, he's,
1: yeah. he's like a demon monster that eats children, but he, he he's takes an, the form of a clown yeah, to lure them in. He's an anglerfish, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, polyfish. Damn you, Polyfish. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it.
0: I mean, well, if it wasn't kids, the movie would be better if he was like trying to entice, you know, middle-aged guys
1: going through a, a oh. life crisis. Well, that's that'd be a much be. better. He but, might
0: be doing that, but when they've actually—it's that it's
1: scene it. from The Shining with the bathtub. That's what it would be—the yeah. whole movie. Aww. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some hooch. Uh,
2: <laughs> your best hooch, hoochie coffee. <laughs> uh, uh, but speaking Boobs of The booze. Shining. <laughs> Speaking of The Shining, that uh, this movie and that movie kind of overlap. And, and I I haven't seen all of Stephen you know, King's movies. They're making
0: movies. a sequel to that, by the way. Yes, Doctor Ewan Sleep. McGregor.
2: I, I have to see it. but I don't. Uh, <laughs> okay, it's my dad said. It's, oh, it, anyway, um, so th- this is what I never understood about The Shining when I was watching that growing up. And kind of the same with it, a lot of Stephen King's books that get adapted into movies are missing crucial information to help you understand yeah, why well, things yeah. are the way that they are. Yes. Which is why I had to do so much because re- I haven't read it and I haven't read The Shining, but I've I've seen both movies and like with with it in particular, the deadlights. Yeah. Look into my deadlights and um And the floating. The floating. <laughs> I was like, why the hell is everything floating? All I, of
1: these are kind of explained in the remake, but in the original movie, no explanation. Yeah. It's
2: apparently explained in the book very well and that's one of the things i had to look up because somebody even thank asked you, about thank that. you wikipedia oh no this is actually somebody called presbo on google answers <laughs> but yeah they, they basically explain that there's a scene missing from the movie where ben learns about spirit walking by reading about native americans so the loser group they all get together and try to spirit walk they it's so that they can learn more about it And they create a smokehouse in this underground hideout in the Barrens, which also isn't in the movie. So they don't have that little smokehouse hideout. They just hang out in the creek in the movie and build a, a dam because that's what... Remember when you just did stuff outside because yeah. you were bored? Senseless? Oh, yeah.
1: You mean when kids played outside? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. you can't
2: do that anymore because we found out about all the killer clown demons. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it turns out when they do the spirit walk... A- and
1: they, the serial rapists.
0: The, oh, them too. Really, yeah, yeah,
2: They're a bit in, the, in their ice cream trucks and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but when they go into the smokehouse, it's too much for everybody but Mike and Richie. Mike and Richie are the only ones who kind of get a vision in their heads from millions of years ago where they see the arrival of it on Earth. And it's just, it gives his whole little origin story. So I have no idea why they would have left that out.
0: in a way, I like that because, like, if it's done correctly, like David Lynch, and I always bring David Lynch up, I I apologize, but...
2: Your your biggest male crush besides Kyle (laughs) McLaughlin.
0: Yeah, yeah, Dune, are you talking about Dune? Well, <laughs> almost anything that that David Lynch has done. I mean, there's big segments of, of of exposition no. that you don't get and it's intentional and the not knowing is a part of the experience, you know, right. because that's how real life is. In real life you encounter something and there's not an instruction manual telling you here's what's going on. Yeah,
2: the bond villain normally right. isn't yeah, going to give exactly. you his entire evil plan. He just has his own uh, weapons that he uses against you, and that's the <laughs> it, literally everything about it. And it just, But it's
0: not very bright, though, because he picked a clown. Yeah. Well,
1: this, I don't know, this was the first scary clown thing. It, Stephen King's It was kind of what kicked off the whole horror movie clown trope.
2: Yeah. So. Tim Curry had some thoughts on that, too, because uh, the director, Tommy Lee Wallace, he he said it was kind of like working with Robin Williams and you said it was like morbidly fascinating to watch this movie as a little kid where, but you, you're so terrified but you can't look away. Right. And Tommy Lee Wallace goes into that because he's like, my job was to give Tim the stage and not get in his way too much. He was like Robin Williams in the way that he brought a spontaneous yeah. improvisation to this part. Oh, yeah. you
1: can tell, especially in a scene that we'll talk about later in the library. But Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, Tim Curry kind of chews the scenery in every scene he's in, and it's, it's great. And I think that's part of the reason why I was so drawn in as a kid, because I was terrified by Pennywise, but yet I couldn't look away. Right. Yeah. And it worked. He lured me in, so to speak. So you're so. floating
2: in the sewer right now. That's, they all that's float not... <laughs> down
1: here, Georgie.
2: God, that's such well, a good... Yeah, impression you know
0: and and from a filmmaking perspective you know there's some interesting things that happen in the movie like we were just watching <clears throat> this scene where they were um i can't remember her name beverly she, beverly so beverly gets a phone call oh i've
2: got some thoughts yeah. on
0: beverly <laughs> well <laughs> beverly if you notice in that scene <clears throat> when the secretary is walking into the office mm-hmm. it's uh the camera it's a handheld shot okay and it's very fluid It's not it's not tracking on a dolly very smooth behind the secretary, the receptionist, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when they get into the office, all of a sudden it's just locked down and it's just, you know, you know, shot, counter shot, shot, counter shot. And it's interesting because when you when back in this generation, uh, people actually knew how to do the language of camera and tell you things like this is the weird world intruding on the normal world
2: oh absolutely there's a total language and subtlety to the camera work and you you have to be paying attention to pick up on that because it is like you said uh, it goes to from a very normal setting in the hallway with the receptionist to to close tight quarters and you see that Bev is in uh, you're getting alarm bells because she's in a potentially abusive relationship which gets confirmed later yeah but you see that her boyfriend clearly walks all over her if nothing else
0: (coughs) Well, you know, and and to be fair, um, it was the 80s, you know. That was... There's probably some cocaine involved. I mean, there was. There was cocaine involved. Um, he looks
2: like if one of... the weapon teaches us anything.
0: Yeah, he looks like the sort of person who would have lived next to Chevy Chase in Christmas Vacation. Right. Yeah. <gasps> the yuppie Oh, the yuppie with Elaine from Seinfeld. Elaine yes, oh, and the yuppie name. Mar- exactly. Todd and Marvin He does look like yes. him. <laughs> yeah. Todd. Why yeah.
1: don't yeah. you Todd. bend over and I'll show you where the Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. tree <streak. laughs> Every Every jerk in an 80s movie was usually named Todd. It's the equivalent yeah. of today's Chad. Yeah, yeah. Why well, yeah. is
2: the floor all wet? Todd, I don't know, Margot. <laughs> <So.
1: laughs> Shout out to my friend,
0: Chad.
2: Hey, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so right now what's happening is uh, Adam gave a pretty succinct description, but it's this clown where this group of kids grew up being terrorized by it slash Pennywise the clown. And he can take different forms and there are how many of them? Seven? The lucky seven, right? In the, the Lucky Seven. The Losers Group. It
1: was in reference to the Magnificent Seven. The Lucky Seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. no. See, I yeah. didn't know that. It that, was. Yeah. It made me
2: think of that when they said it, but I didn't realize that it was a tie to it. Um, well,
1: something that they left out from the book is that the sort of essence of Pennywise has the power to kind of kind of roam over the adults and how they treat the children too. So the reason why the adults are oh. also crappy to the kids in dairy specifically is because Pennywise kind of has an effect on how the adults treat the children.
2: I didn't know see, that was that's one of a my huge questions. Thing. That, yeah. the, and that's
0: what I don't like about Stephen King. Right. It's because almost too it, it, subtle to it, pick up it, on. well no, it's it's more like I'll just write something that does exactly what I want it to do. It's a little convenient, I mean, yeah. You he's know, the master but of it's his own
2: multiverse, <clears throat> his, and that's something I learned about this. Apparently, all the Stephen King stories are connected in a, yeah, a some a of microverse? them, yeah, or S- a teeny verse. The,
1: the the dark <laughs> the dark tower series has a connection to that, at least it I know for sure. Got Penny it. Pennywise has a certain shape shifting demon species well, that shows the, up in other books.
0: There's a there's a, a series. Of, yeah, there's a series. Um, what, what God? What is the name of it? The uh, Dark Tower series? No, no, no. It, about the town. Oh, about dairy? dairy? No, um, no. It's like it's okay. This is the part where you, as the audience, you do some of your own work. You know, we do all the heavy lifting. You know, the you, heavy the lifting. audience
2: who have never tweeted at us <coughs> or interacted with us on Facebook. But, I don't know how to but use. But we're on Google? Instagram yeah. now, so yeah,
0: yeah and bring pe- it. People like us on Instagram. Twitter is dead.
2: Yeah, Jason's got a really cute dog that he posts about. Yes, I post really sexy photos of Cameron Diaz. Um Yeah. So What was
0: all that on Facebook with your friend? correcting you about...
2: Oh, he that's my friend Chewy from my bartender days at Bahama Breeze. Is he
0: the most literal person in the world? Sometimes, okay. yes.
2: And he does that to be a smartass. So that was him trying to be funny and me cutting through his sarcasm like a hot knife through butter.
0: And we're not going to tell you. you got to go on Facebook and uh, look us up.
2: Yeah, find us. Do some damn work if you're not Australian. We know you guys are putting in the effort. We love you.
0: Exactly. Um,
2: okay, so that answers one of my because questions. Because if it,
0: right. if it well, was in Australia, Australia <laughs> I don't even know I don't think he could come up with anything you like, I- ah, I'm a great white shark those don't scare me Well,
1: some, <laughs> some quick background though the the miniseries was actually supposed to be four parts each consisting of I think two to three hours and it
2: was a two-part thing right? this
1: ended up being a two-part each one is about an hour and a half to two hours long with commercials, it's two hours. So it was originally going to be four parts, two to three hours each for a total of eight to ten hours. ABC didn't want to take that chance because they didn't make horror miniseries. This is only the second Stephen King TV miniseries after 1979's Salem's Lot. Wow. So which based, was good. Which is a great yeah, movie. which is really good. Great yeah. movie directed by Toby Hooper of Chainsaw oh, fame.
0: And uh, Poltergeist.
1: And Poltergeist. Yeah. But um, But they decided to condense it down to two, which means they had to cut... <coughs> entire sections out of the book to even adapt this to a a three-hour miniseries because it's an 1,100-page book.
2: Yeah, I looked it up today to see if I would even maybe want to buy it and read it and to get some clarification. I bought
1: it. I haven't read it yet. It's a paperweight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, I mean, I think Stephen King is the the epitome of the potboiler author, you know, I, well, they've got a great
2: yeah. bit about that on Family Guy, where uh, Stephen King is at his I, his publisher's office, and they're like, "All right, Stephen, what's the next great novel idea?" And he's <laughs> he's clearly not thought of anything. He's sitting on the other side of the desk, and he grabs the lamp off the desk, and he's like, "Oh, haunted lamp!" Ooh! And they're like, "Dude, are you even trying anymore?" <laughs> like, it just, when can you get it to me? <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually how that skit ended. But uh, yeah, so that at least answers the the thing that I had, uh, the question that I had about uh, Billy's parents, because after Georgie dies, Billy's mourning him and looking over his photographs in a little photo album in his bedroom. One of the
1: creepiest parts in the whole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Georgie's
2: little photo winks at him and then it starts filling up with blood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But then Billy's parents, that's the first instance you see because the parents don't see the blood that Pennywise is terrorizing the kids with. No. They, They walk in and they're like, Billy, what are you even doing in Georgie's room? You have no right to be in here. And I was like, what? Why? Why? That's, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet that he's that young, but he's kind of mourning his little We're putting brother, this up
1: like on like Airbnb, a... Billy.
2: <laughs> it's 1990, so it's, it won't be a thing for another 29 years. We got a couple on their years. way right now. <laughs> and Bev, like, with Bev, it's hard to tell that Pennywise is controlling her father because her father just seems abusive, and then it seems like a really clean cut that she would end up with an abusive man in a relationship yeah. when she gets yes. older. So yeah. I didn't dad. realize that Pennywise is kind of pulling oh. the strings over the parents too. So that's.
1: Ooh. This scene the- here, uh, the scene where the blood balloon comes out of the if Beverly sink. Uh, yeah, absolutely God. kept me from wanting to use the bathroom as a kid. Yeah. This oh. is actually mm. one of the scenes in the movie that's still scary.
2: <laughs> oh, that kind of takes me back. Uh, it gave me a little feeling in the back of my brain to Mothman prophecies. That's
0: I was about to was mention Mothman like, uh, Prophecies. Movie, I was literally just thinking it. I
2: was in high school, I saw I think my mom took me to see that movie, and I was like, why did we watch this? This was you know, horrifying.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about a movie that is as loosely based on a book. Have if you, ever, possible, if you <laughs> ever get the chance to read The Mothman Prophecies, which <clears throat> I've never I remember that one. It's um Richard Gere
2: was in the movies. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Well, he was definitely in the first one. I didn't see the second one. Was he in the second one?
0: There was a second one?
2: Yes. Gilmore Girls makes fun of it uh, about 12 years ago. So, yeah, there was a second one. Okay. Oh, no, no, wait a minute. Sorry, Lorelai made up that gag. Never mind. There's not, there's not a
0: second yeah, one. Yeah, I was about just to kidding. say. Yeah. Just
2: kidding. Lorelai no. Gilmore, <clears throat> God, I believe in you way too much.
0: The Mothman um, Prophecies was a book uh, that was, it was a legendary book in the UFO community. Which being someone, you know, I used to be in MUFON and all that stuff. That's a whole other, you know, thing. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: a whole conversation. It is. Um, But the Mothman Prophecies was like, this is one of the books in the holy library of UFO stuff. And it's, uh, I I read it after I saw the movie. And uh, it is just Dog awful. It's one of the worst books I've ever, ever read. And I'm very grateful that in the movie, they just sort of loosely touched on one or two things that were mentioned in the book, and then they just did a whole other thing with it. And that movie is... You want to talk about language of cinematography. That was actually the movie, when I was in film school, they used the Mothman prophecies as the example movie to show... Okay, in this scene, the cinematographer is conveying this. Oh, okay. And in this scene, it's conveying this. Got it. You know. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it's kind of <clears throat> akin to I Am Legend. Uh, it, that's a short story that the Will Smith movie was based on. And the first sentence. You mean I the believe, Omega
1: Man? Oh yeah, the Omega Man. Yeah. Which was made into the Vincent Price movie, yep. the Omega Man. Yep.
2: Oh, okay. Then uh, wait a minute. I Am I Legend did, is based
1: off of
0: yeah. that. It's okay. It's a remake. Oh, okay. yeah. I, was, it's a remake. I was like, yeah. Charlton Heston.
2: Oh, oh, okay. I, I was like, wait, am I quoting oh, the wrong versions. movie? Yeah, or, Heston, or the wrong book? But yeah, the first sentence in *I Am Legend*, the short story, is Robert Neville was a blond-haired, blue-eyed man, and that's just Will Smith all over. And then the the, the it literally, I think no, no, Will Smith no, has no. the. No, no, no.
0: He's Will, Will Smith is black.
2: Oh, is that Did why not know they that? seem different? <laughs> oh I wasn't aware of that.
0: It's totally ironic that statement.
2: No wonder he's been a rapper for so long. Oh wait, everybody can rap now. Never mind. But I can No, no, <laughs> no you can't.
1: With enough no. drinks in me. Yeah. No, but
2: like nothing about that movie or that story had anything to do with each other except for the fact that the protagonist right. name yeah. is Yeah. Robert Neville. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it.
0: And and but you can get away with that. You can literally say, "I'm going to do a book. It's Moby Dick. It's the my only-
2: interpretation on Da Vinci's. No, it's a Stargate. Yeah. That's that's what it
0: is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. it, I mean, yeah. And that's that's why the whole based on a book, based on. I I think nowadays, oddly enough, because people don't read books anymore. Pe- I do. Well, yeah, I do too. But most, but are fewer, fewer, yeah. Well, I'm not. I a read person. graphic <laughs> novels. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a graphic novel. There you go. <laughs> for my MST3K fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but it, ironically, I think that nowadays they actually try to get a little bit closer to the books. Well, because there are so to.
2: many... Uh, the, due to social media and the internet, yeah. there are so many yeah. more voices yeah. screaming at the movie producers, oh, right. Winky wasn't in the fourth Harry Potter, so-and-so uh, wasn't was in this... was not in the book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, oh. I, I, think, I think it's really because they're realizing that these are... Made for the fans. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You're, yeah. That's a good point. That's they're the ones coming out to buy the big tickets. Yeah. Precisely. The premiere, so. yeah.
2: But um, so there's a movie that we're talking about, I think, involving oh, yeah. a killer clown. And uh, this, you you've kind of gotten to the sort of lucky seven. Well, we're not the lucky seven yet because well, we're still waiting for Mike to show up, right?
1: They, we have to wait for Mike to show up, and then that's when they dub themselves the, the Losers Lu- Club, the Losers Club, and the, the lucky, lucky Seven, seven yeah. the Losers Club.
2: Yeah, because uh, you've got and the. Correct me if I'm wrong but I got a really stand by me vibe from the well, kids.
0: <laughs> you know, I was actually going to say one Mother of Stephen I, King. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why movies like this got you when you were a kid is because there was there was just you know in the 80s especially and also in the 90s to a lesser degree There was the Goonies, the Stand By Me, the Red Dawn. The kids that played outside literally never
2: held a cell phone in their hands until 20 years later. I
0: think that's one of the reasons why Stranger Things is so popular. It's because it's gone back to this idea of a group of teenagers and kids. Kids going on an adventure. On an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Goonies is... Look... I, We've got it, to do the Goonies. It, it's a stupid yeah. movie. It's got so many things in it that are dumb as can be. But it's but one of my our... all time favorite, but those most were beloved our childhoods movies. Too. It's like fun. When yeah. you were bored, yeah. you
2: you put ramps together with your dad's cut up two by fours and yeah. you jumped your bike over it. You did. I'm gonna you, have to take it. <laughs> you got stitches from oh, trying Rudy. to jump a creek on a snowboard. Like it just. It, oh, this, you
1: oh, just, yeah. just yeah. Stupid stuff you would do yeah. out of pure boredom. I did crazy yeah. things with a pogo stick. Right. Yeah.
0: I don't want to hear about that. Do either of you? Do either of you remember what was the thing that was like um, it was like a disc with a ball in the middle? Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Oh, th- where you were trying to balance it, it, with the ball. Oh, and and it looks, like Saturn. And, yeah, um, it looks yeah. like Saturn. Yeah, it looks like Saturn. Yeah, it was. You could either get one, or your parents could be like really cool and get you two, so that your your friends and you could like battle like on. Oh, um, we never did that. American we only, Gladiators. We we, ba- we
0: battled, <laughs> but it was that. only because we wanted to turn on you know my one friend who had one. I oh remember yeah. That. Well, even
2: toys back then were so much sort of sim- yes. so much more simple. Like girls yeah. had the skip it. Do you guys remember that? I remember. That? Yes, skip it. I remember where yeah. You sling yeah. that sort of weight around your ankle and you jump it like a jump rope. Right. It's basically a jump rope, but just for your legs instead of you know yeah. flipping it with your hands.
1: Or those giant, uh those giant pillow gloves that you put on your hands yep. and you fight yep. with your friends. Yeah,
2: being Rock'em Sock'em robots in real life. Yeah, yeah, awesome. and, and you it know was. this
0: is not only a whole other conversation. You could do a whole other podcast. On yeah, this, we really you know, could. Which is Which is, you know, I actually we used, I actually, be, we used I, to be
2: entertained by I, springs that went yeah. downstairs. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh, oh, kick the can. Yeah. I, well, I,
2: I don't know. I've never played kick the can. I have.
0: <laughs> I, I have. Um,
2: that's because you're old man yeah. Jason. I old had I Jason. had half
0: a slinky. <laughs> what movie? Well, they, what movie? Oh, Wait, which one? I had half a slinky. Oh, oh, that's going to
1: bother me. Is it Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, yeah. you yeah. yeah. You're right. Poor Egon. Oh, yeah, we're watching It. <laughs>
2: No, but I mean, that all kind of ties in, though. Because it's like
0: there's one fan listening to every episode of this show going, when are they going to talk about movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like they haven't picked up I'm on it here yet. for that
1: one fan. Well, in this
2: part right here with Eddie, the hypochondriac kid, who's, whose mother makes him into a hypochondriac. Yes. Uh, he's got his little inhaler his whole life. Well, and uh, what, what it reminds me of that John Mulaney bit where uh, he was like this. I grew up before kids were special, where I walked into a convenience store once, and a lady just looked at me and goes, no.
3: and I was like okay
2: (laughs) well what just happened with Eddie and his friends is the friends all walk each other home in a group like you used to do based on who lives next down the block like everybody walked each other home back in the day so they walk Eddie home and his mom is like no, you kids aren't hanging out with him anymore. Get away from him. <laughs> and it's
0: just... No explanation.
2: No, no she doesn't need one. Well, because yeah. adults adults reign supreme back but, then. But you,
1: you find out in the remake that the mom's actually giving him placebos too. Yeah, wow. Well, Which in yeah. this
2: in the first version in 1990, the uh, the pharmacist, wasn't the pharmacist doing the placebos in his inhaler? Something to do with it, yeah. He tried to explain about placebos to him.
0: Ooh. Because he
2: was like, Eddie, you you're always sick, but are you really sick? Or do you just think you're sick or is your mom just telling you you're sick like it was was kind of a yeah they didn't have defects back then it was literally the opposite of a wonderful life where the farm where the pharmacist beats (laughs) him in the head until his ear bleeds this pharmacist was actually nice to a little kid yeah because
0: that would have happened in in this day and age it would have been you know defects would have shown up and going okay mr pennywise you're under arrest come with us yeah (laughs) you know we're uh, currently
1: at, at the shower scene for anybody who remembers the uh the movie really well like like i do uh, where practical effects practical yes. effects no CG involved yeah. mainly because it's a TV movie But I was yeah. thinking
2: that when I was watching it because I was like you know there are just like 10 guys in that room waving, oh, yeah, exactly. waving those pipes at Yeah, that the shower
1: nozzles are all going after Eddie and this is when Pennywise comes through the drain and this is also the reason why I stood on the opposite side of the shower yeah right well, here <laughs>
2: And Eddie, for a hypochondriac, is not wearing flip flops in that communal shower. So, oh yeah, you gotta wonder. that is true. <laughs> oh God,
0: yeah. When I was in college, uh, my first year, I was in a dorm with communal showers, and you didn't go in there. No, no. And no. if you did, after the first time you saw a dude puking in the shower, that was it. You always you would. learned that yeah, lesson. You learned that hard. lesson the hard way. You <laughs> oh, learned man. it
2: forever. Ugh, but yeah, like Eddie and his mom seem to have a bit of a Norman Bates paging Dr. Bates, Dr. Norman Bates. Like, right, it's, Great just, movie. it's so creepy. Such a good movie. Uh, but yeah, it, it comes out of the sewer despite how large his head is. <laughs> oh, and this part right here reminded me, uh, you're gonna laugh, of, of the mask because remember yeah, when we yeah, talked about yeah. Jim Carrey's prosthetic teeth? Well, uh, in the mask, Adam, I, yes. I don't know if you listened to that episode yet, uh, but- uh, i seen the I've, movie a lot. <laughs> well, he's got those big prosthetic teeth. And right. Originally, they were supposed to be for scenes when uh, Jim Carrey was completely silent, where he didn't have any lines. Right. But he taught himself to speak yeah. around those things. Yes. So that he could be more animated and zany looking. He wanted but to Pennywise, keep teeth. Pennywise, I, Tim Curry, I'm going to call you out. Jim Carrey beat you on mm. that level because he learned to talk around his teeth.
0: Yeah, it's amazing that Jim Carrey was really just spending all that time preparing, years preparing for his role in Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm not. <ew>. Pennywise's <laughs> teeth are now
1: CGI, so. Oh yeah. Oh, Skarsgård uh, doesn't have to do that, but it's yeah. just not
0: scary. Just, well, his brother uh, talked about know? that
2: when he was on True Blood because they had the porcelain like vampire fangs and stuff. He was like, right. Those are, He's like, "Those are hard to talk around when they're sharp because you're like, I'm going to kill you." Like, it's just, <laughs> it's really awkward.
1: To, to be fair, a lot of the times, whenever they, whenever they show, you're welcome. whenever they show Pennywise like demoning out on the kids with the teeth and the and the contacts. It looks so hokey. Yeah, and he makes the weird yeah. like roaring noise that that clearly was. Well, that's the only noise yeah, he could they, make with all those that they licensed from teeth National teeth Geographic, right? Yeah,
2: it's like the dolphin, gopher, and catfish. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> they gave him some demons. So, I like, like, like to see
0: noises. if I want to see a realistic vampire movie where the vampire's all suave and sexy, and then the teeth come out and they have to talk like this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that
0: oh needs man, to Leslie Nielsen would have done that so well. Yeah.
1: You're not that. as sexy
0: as you used to be. <laughs> oh, and then
2: Jason, a callback to our oh, Night the great, Court episode. The great,
0: my my hero, Harry Anderson. I yep. love Harry. In fact, going back to
1: Disneyland, you I know don't what? know who he is.
2: Well, you're a little you're a little young, because <laughs> Night Court's before my time as well. This okay. is, we're talking about old man Jason time right here. It's a TV show that used to be on in the 80s and very early 90s called Night Court. Gotcha. Yes. And Harry Anderson was the judge yes. in okay. the Night Court. And it, that show... You can watch episodes of it on YouTube. It's so funny. Or oh, yeah. buy the DVDs. Yeah. It's a, it's such a funny show. I,
0: I actually had a Harry Anderson moment last week. I believe you. Which, which was so rare because we were walking through uh, Disneyland. We were heading out to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. And at Disney World, it's so crowded that you learn to walk through the stores.
2: Yeah, that's the, um, that's the way yeah. to expedite your travels for Yeah, sure.
0: so we were doing that and we were walking through the stores and I'd never been there before and, you know, it's like, okay, it's, you know, clothes and Disney merch and stuff like that. And all of a sudden I was in this store and I was looking around and it's like, wait a minute, there's a wall of like decks of cards and like old, like silly, like gags Like and little stuff. gag
2: toys and, and stuff. And I
0: went, wait a minute, I'm in a magic shop nice and i looked around and i went holy shit i'm in a magic shop this is a real honest to god like magic masters cool magic shop and sure enough there's two guys behind the counter and they go you want to see some tricks uh, Like, you bet your ass i do
2: uh yeah
0: and we're uh, hanging out for a minute for yeah sure. and and he he did a uh, a card trick and he did the whole thing where it was like he was going to act like he screwed it up you oh, know? man. And he did it, and I went, hit the bricks, failed Nini. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I became friends with that man. Because obviously that's a big thing among close-up magic people is that's that fantastic. episode. Yeah, bought a deck of cards uh, and bought the uh, the levitating cards off of them. Oh, yeah. When Just somebody couldn't...
2: works that hard, yeah. Oh, it was, it's oh that's so happening. great.
0: Yeah, my, you know, my, my son and I have decided we're going to become a, a famous father and son close-up magic act.
2: Okay. Um, if you see less of me after that happens, uh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah. Um, Our
0: name will be has been and never was. <laughs> <laughs> That's so
2: sad. But I mean, this is the most serious I've seen Harry Anderson ever be. And I, yeah. I obviously didn't yeah. know who he was when I first watched this movie because I wasn't into Night Court in my very early years but young seth green is in this movie too
0: yes what, seth he's green. Ri- yeah. he's
2: young harry anderson
0: how old is seth green he is he like in his he's... 60s now <laughs>
2: <laughs> um i'd say he's in his 40s what's okay. funny
1: is he looks exactly the yeah, same. yeah he yeah. has not changed <laughs> well, one no, iota. i was laughing
2: my ass off in my apartment watching this because he's the tallest of the kids and then seth green grows up to be like five foot two <laughs> And he's yes.
1: so tiny. this was the tallest he ever grew in yeah, this movie. Yeah, exactly. And then he stopped growing.
2: He he, he struck out at 12. But uh, yeah, and, uh, there are a couple of sad things it involved like with the actors. Jonathan Brand is the kid who plays Billy. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. that. So sad. Well, tell the
0: story so, uh, for the people who don't know it.
2: Yeah, well, it, it was he was so cute when he was little and he was in a bunch of different movies. He was in NeverEnding Story 2, if memory serves. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, Anyway, he was he was a really popular kid actor, but yeah. then he became part of the Twenty Seven Club. Unfortunately, he, yeah. he committed suicide at, uh, the same year that John Ritter died. They both died in two thousand and three. Did is you know scary. that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, John Ritter died of uh, complications after his heart attack while yeah. he was yes. on the surgical table, yeah. but cause he was shooting, Eight Simple Rules. Eight Simple ah, there rules you for go, dating my teenage
1: go. daughter. Yeah. yeah, I used yep, to watch yep, that yep, show yep. religiously. Uh,
2: but yeah, he had a heart <laughs> attack just like the dad from... Um...
0: John Ritter, and he was, by all accounts, such a legitimately like nice guy.
2: Oh, he he yeah. seemed it. Yeah. Well, his kid is actually his kid looks a lot like him, and he's an actor too. He was on that show Parenthood with Lauren. Oh, Graham. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. He dated her for a minute. There was a big age uh. difference between them. I know your woman, Lauren Graham. Yeah.
1: I no? just started watching Three's Company, and I'm oh, now that's a great experiencing. Ah, that's great I'm now experiencing the brilliance of John yeah. Ritter. Well, well, that's
0: like that's like I'm telling you, if you are a fan of Robin Williams,
1: go back and watch Mork and Mindy. It oh, is. oh yes. it is so. I have funny. every season on DVD. Oh yeah, yeah. Williams in his prime. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: But he, uh, with John Ritter, it, it, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Friends did the best joke about free, Three's Company that's ever been done, where they're all sitting together in the living room and Phoebe's sitting with Chandler and Chandler's being snarky and he goes, oh, I think this is the Three's Company where there's some sort of misunderstanding. <laughs> and Phoebe's yeah. like, oh, well, then I've seen this one. And she just turns it off and you know, does something else. Seth
0: Green, <laughs> Seth Green in this looks like a young Damien Lewis, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I he can does. totally yeah. see that. yeah. That's yeah okay. I would not have put that together, but yeah, he. It's like he
0: get out of here and go f- come up with an idea for Robot Chicken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did they do a better Star Wars or did Family Guy? <laughs> I loved watching him and Seth MacFarlane debate over that. In I think Seth film. Green,
0: I think Seth Green is more talented than Seth
1: MacFarlane. Shots I, fired. I yeah. might agree with you yeah. on that. I've always been a Seth Green fan ever since like but, Rat yeah. Race yeah. and but, Mass yeah. Effect.
2: But has Seth yeah. <laughs> Green ever recorded his own album of Frank Sinatra songs and sang show tunes? No. With?
0: Yeah, but but Robot but, Chicken. But to be fair, but Robot though, Chicken. Th- but to be fair, what is that compared to John Benjamin's album? I oh can, my I, god, his, I, jazz I, 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 his jazz album. His jazz
1: album. I can't play the piano. Yeah, is, is, that was pretty genius. Oh, this is a this is a good scene here. Yeah,
2: well, oh, well, the, you start uh, to learn that the kids it is manifesting as their separate fears. Yeah. And the movie, I'll say this, the movie does do a decent job at at least playing making that obvious because like you know exactly what each of them are really and truly afraid of like Seth seth green gets scared in the movie theater at the werewolf movie and so it starts taking the form of a werewolf well yeah yeah,
1: this was actually a big uh thing with pennywise in the book as well he would turn into because it took place in the 50s he would turn into like the frankenstein monster or Uh, a mummy he actually does turn into a mummy
2: frankenstein's monster he got it right oh my goodness
1: (laughs) he turns into a mummy later in this film as well but that's one of the big things that Pennywise does is he turns into your greatest fear and these kids watch a lot <laughs> of horror movies so yeah,
0: yeah they do but that would be sewer though beep we, it, beep Richie it, it, what, if, uh, that, if,
2: another question what was beep beep Richie uh,
1: that's what, the kids
2: say it to him that's too that's what they
1: tell Richie to get him to shut up
2: Okay, means, I thought so. mean, shut up, so. Richie. Oh, yeah, because okay. it, 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 it sounds positive, where they're like, beep, beep, Richie, and they just look at him like, I love you, but, it, <laughs> but they're telling him,
1: shut the hell up, like, that'd be great. They threw it into the remake as like a homage, but it really made no sense in the remake, because Pennywise says it out of nowhere. Okay, so if Pennywise, well, right if
0: Pennywise yeah. was going after- in the old one, yeah. If yeah. he was going after you, how would he show up?
2: Oh, we did this with a mask, where it's like, if you put on the mask, what would you be like? Well, yeah, uh, I, they, yeah. like
1: the one movie that I saw as a kid that still scares me was, well, you guys have heard of The Grudge? Uh, well, they, oh, I watched the original yeah. Japanese <laughs> version called ju Yes. And that's the scariest thing I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah. Those guys so, those guys know how to do scary. Japanese know how to make some scary movies. Yeah. So if Pennywise mm-hmm. were to come to me in the form of the girl from ju Oh, the, man. Uh, yeah, would I you, would. Uh, yeah. I'd the deadlights. Uh, I'm done. It. I'm yeah, because
0: I mean, you're talking about a culture where it's just a trope yeah. for a girl to have her jaw ripped off and become yeah. a monster. That's just a regular, right? Movie. Yeah, like
2: there are tropes in this movie, for instance, with you know, and they're uh, they're very common with Stephen King: kids on bicycles and yeah. writing weird messages on type.
0: Yeah, type I mean, letter. yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Stand by Me, uh, The Goonies, you know um
2: stand by all me also had no a play makes jack a dull boy and both in this one
1: the shining stand by me and this all have uh writers by the way very reminiscent of stephen king yeah
2: yeah <laughs> but um if pennywise was going to appear as anything to me uh it would be the time i almost drowned at whitewater uh, it was the image. Cause I was yeah. in the tide pool where everybody gets in those donut inflatables and, nobody, and it was nobody so packed. will notice if you drown. Exactly. No, yeah. I was, oh. I was about, uh, yeah. I would have been about 12 years old yeah. and I was under, I had dove down under the water and there were, there were hundreds of people in the tide pool that day and nobody could tell that I was underneath them and struggling to get a uh, back. I'm above, telling you, yeah, yeah the, no one would notice. Yeah. No but, one. Yeah. They you, almost didn't. Yeah. Because the, you couldn't really see. The floats weren't clear; they were pink, yeah. so the lifeguard couldn't see me. Nobody mm-hmm. knew I was beneath them, and it like I was panicking. So it didn't occur to me to like grab somebody's foot, right. and ask for help. But I, yeah, or, I almost or, drowned Or it. give
0: a languid wave.
2: Yeah, yeah. give a languid Ooh, wave. Any one of you near me, <laughs> yes. <let> me assume, <laughs> yeah. if you could help me out. You're gonna freak out thinking those that are both, Jaws is underneath you yeah. for a second. But those are both better than mine. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna,
0: I was gonna say that scene in Nightmare on Elm Street two. I think it was in two. Freddy's
1: Revenge. When the guy was on the waterbed.
0: Was that in the No,
2: that, remember? No, that That's Johnny Depp. Um, in the first one.
1: That yes. was the, no, 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 there was a, uh, I think it was part three or four. Was it three or four? Yeah, it wasn't but the Johnny first Depp one. Johnny Depp was
2: in the first one and he gets sucked in the bed. He does get sucked in the
1: bed, but it's not a waterbed. Yeah, the waterbed. There's more. a waterbed. bed oh, because up. Freddy has a bad pun where he's like, how's this for a wet dream? <laughs> oh. You gotta love Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger yeah. is the best. I mean,
0: he that guy spent so much time working on his puns. Yes. You
1: know, oh, you can't like, think yes. of
2: a pun when you're yeah. trying to kill someone I can't in a pumpkin kill you. patch? <laughs> Hang on, I can't kill
0: you right now. I've got to come up with something for this. <laughs> Who cares Shit, what st- I had something for this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who cares what stupid pun you come up with when you're killing somebody? It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Don't yeah. trip, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, bitch. <laughs> No, um, we got to do Nightmare on Elm Street
1: because that's Ooh. Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Hey, it was Johnny's first movie. I'm in
1: that. Was that his first one ever? Yes. It says introducing Johnny Depp in the oh. credits.
2: It does indeed. I did mix that. You're right. Because one of the bed scenes is bloody and the other one's a waterbed. So yeah, know, yes. like it
0: explodes and there's like the bits the, of the, the water. The bed bread. scene uh-huh. with
1: Johnny Depp is probably the coolest kill in Freddy history. And in you know bad. he loved
2: it. Like, he oh, just, yeah. He's, he's such a delightful weirdo. I oh, my God.
1: No, that's fantastic.
0: Are you drunk? No, I'm Johnny Depp. I love doing cocaine with you, Jerry Smith. You're my best friend. You're my best friend, Jerry. Smith. Best friend, Jerry Smith. <laughs> I love doing cocaine with you too, Johnny Depp.
2: <laughs> I can be with Kristen Stewart on a yacht right now. <laughs> but yeah. So Beth Smith. Sorry. What? Yeah,
0: you know, well, never
2: mind. Uh but yeah well okay so here's the thing i love the like greaser quality i know this yeah. is it's a 50s movie well it's set in the 50s right they're gonna have to start
0: snapping their fingers at some point yeah
2: the sharks and the jets gotta yeah, the come after jets, each other yeah. and you gotta sing about how good it is to live in america i don't know uh but yeah you you get introduced to mike uh and there's some there's such racism going on with poor mike and it's it's in the 50s so it's it's set in the proper time for that, but they're calling Mike all sorts of racist names. And he, right. he has this adorable, like really detailed presentation that he gives on his first day of school <laughs> about where he's from and the greaser kids. What what's the kid's name? Henry, uh,
1: Henry Bowers, Henry Bowers, who, yeah. uh, who I'm surprised that they use the the N word on television.
2: Yeah, that was surprising, uh, but it just
0: well, it was it was temporarily c- contextual you know, I mean, in the yeah, fi- I mean, if it I mean, fit the
2: context, yeah, yeah, I mean, look, if
0: you're making a movie set in the '50s, because I, I hate that when people,
2: well, it's kind of like yeah. with Marty McFly where they were calling the the musicians uh, a reefer some, uh, reefer yeah. addicts, reefer and, addicts, and, yeah, yeah and right. Just, uh, it's like, but I that mean, was once again that was a movie set in a movie theater, so fine. But um, you get the six kids who see Henry Bowers chasing Mike, and they're just in an old abandoned railroad yard because.
0: every town had an old abandoned yeah Yeah, yeah. well
2: and it was it's like this meme i saw on facebook the other day where it's like kids back in my day or no kids today your dad oh you're going over to tina's house text me every 20 minutes so i know you're okay (laughs) you had a snack and blah 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 me back in my childhood mom i'm going to an abandoned quarry okay be home by dinner right like it just it didn't and they and
0: literally mom would not get scared until dinner 30
2: Dinner thirty, yeah, or right. when the street lights yeah. came on, which was yeah. different based on if it was summer or winter. So, right, exactly. Yep, that's it. Yeah.
0: When I was a kid, we, I used to go swimming in the in the pool at my grandmother's house, and literally, the way that they kept track of me was they would occasionally look out the window to make sure I wasn't just floating in the pool. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, you know, there, there's, you can look at that both ways. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, by the way, I did want to mention one other. Very cool TV-related thing from last week. Sure. One of my all-time favorite shows as a kid was the show Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my God, yes. With Robert Stack, the great Robert Stack. And one of the best episodes of that show ever was the uh, episode where they talked about the ghosts haunting the Queen Mary.
2: Oh, yeah, I I, I was telling uh, Allison about this on your behalf because she wants to do Unsolved Mysteries, Oh, I my think. God. Or Lost Boys. I can't oh, remember which one she's going to decide to Both. Let's do both. Lost Dun- Boys? Yeah, Lost yeah. Boys is incredible.
0: Unsolved Mysteries, I mean, every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern, um, Wednesday nights were the best night for TV because you got Quantum Leap, Unsolved Mysteries, and either, like, it was usually Night Court and then maybe that show with um, Judd Hirsch. I can't remember the name of it.
2: Oh, taxi. Um, taxi!
0: No, no, after taxi. Um,
2: crap! It doesn't uh, matter. Think <laughs> about it. But anyway,
0: the cool the the episode of Unsolved Mysteries where they talked about the ghost of the Queen Mary, which scared the cheapers out of me when I was a kid. Sure, I mean, and honestly, to this day, it actually still creeps me out.
2: Well, yeah, that kind of fear never really leaves yeah. you when you experience it at that young. Yeah, age. I mean, it just doesn't
0: because even if you don't believe what happened it's presented in such a way as saying that this happened to me mm-hmm. and talking about like hearing splashing in a little pool and then seeing footprints little yeah. little kid footprints uh, walking by the pool yeah. you know when i when we went to los angeles um the first night we were in long beach and long beach is where the queen mary is, is docked, docked yeah. and we went on the queen mary and let me tell you something we went to the exact spots It's the Mm -hmm. weirdest. Look, if you if you ever audience ever get a chance to go to the Queen Mary, go because it's not like other museums and things like that. You buy the ticket and they basically just let you in, and you go wherever the hell you want to go.
2: See, that's that's a more impressive thing to me because otherwise, it feels like they're just trying to fabricate the spookiness. No, it literally like look in this corner. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't
0: do. It's Mm -hmm. basically. OK, well, we've got, you know, uh, these different decks and go on, take the elevator to whichever one you want to go to. So the first wow. one, the first one we went to was the engine room where there is a place called Shaft Alley, where if you watch the Unsolved Mysteries, where this guy got killed, one of the watertight doors closed on him and killed him and all this horrible Aww. stuff. When we were down there, let me tell you, I am a skeptic, a hardcore skeptic. Sure. That That's was, never been proven, but sure. <laughs> that was the creepiest thing I've done in years. And I have witnesses. We were down there and I could hear people talking where there was no one. Uh, we went to the pool, and if you've ever seen that episode, the pool features very prominently. We we looked in the pool.
2: Yeah, you already mentioned the creep. And, and you feet, could uh, we, we
0: walked around to the side and we actually walked into an area just outside an area where you're not supposed to go any further it's just for people who work there and you could hear splashing oh and i i could i'm telling you i heard i don't know what it was but i heard it Uh, yeah anyway so that was that was another 80s uh tv moment oh lord you know brought into real life for me
2: well that kind of brings us back into this nice creepy moment that's happening right here with it where he's really into photo albums he likes reaching out from them and screaming and making the photos more animated, but that
0: yeah. stuff worked better back then. Nowadays that, you know, it's like, I'll tweet at you. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> Here's a video I took of
2: myself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wait, wait,
0: you don't follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. And then look at this video. I'll haunt you on <laughs> social media, but
2: yeah, you get, you're really kind of going back and forth a little bit piecemeal in the beginning of the movie during sort of part one Where you see Bill, who's grown up to be a writer for the movies, he's married to a lady with an accent that I cannot place. She's from um, lots of different places. Is she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her accent doesn't make yeah. a, It's like a. It's stuck on shop demonstration mode. It's like what's his face from uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> like, it, just, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's like, where the, the hell second, are you from?
0: Wait, you didn't get. That's the first time I've done an Eddie Izzard bit you didn't catch.
2: I actually did one earlier this episode that you didn't catch. Well, then we're even. Yeah. I was like, oh, polifish. Damn you, polifish. Yeah. I where are mean, you
0: from? I. I, I... <laughs> From BC, uh... The no, it was a BC but- 80 changeover. When- BC, who's he? Uh,
2: did you... If you go to other countries, they have different calendars... It's okay. You can talk to me. I'm not a priest. <laughs> this
0: ends the obligatory Eddie Izzard bit of this episode.
2: Eddie, we still haven't gotten our check, by the way. Can you Come on the show, people? Eddie. We love you. Actually, you don't even
0: have to come on the show. Just tell us that you think we're neat. Yeah. <laughs> just
2: give us one of your Eddie Izzard compliments. It's yeah, a-
0: just tweet to us and say, we think you're neat. That's all we need. We have really very funny. little in the way of ego.
2: Yeah, very little. We know you're listening, Eddie. We love you. Anyway, um, yeah, so... You fa- You finally get the kids all together, the lucky number seven. Once they, And it's it's kind of an endearing moment because the kids rescue Mike from getting beaten up by Henry Bowers and his group of greaser thugs. Who, they throw a bunch of rocks at Henry and his friends.
1: Yes, Henry Bowers uh, chews up the scenery almost as much as Tim Curry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and he's a little more like a he badass. But he died in Vietnam, and- so. Oh, <laughs> Just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: got his comeuppance. Oh, my God. I survived Pennywise. <laughs> Poof. You know,
2: anyway. no, he didn't go to Vietnam for the war, he was gay, but he's better now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, Vietnam! <laughs>
2: nice little Caddyshack shout out for uh, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you have the seven together, and you you go you cut back to the adult story because they're kind of concurrent with each other, yeah. From what I understand in the book, it's they talk about the kids being terrorized, but then the kids grow up, and you sort of you never really flash backwards and forwards the way that you do in the movie.
1: Not quite. No. I've okay. All, I've I've read. I've actually I have started reading the book. I'm only like two or three hundred pages it, in.
0: If I was this guy and the balloon just popped in front of me in the library, I would burn the library down. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would. I would. Just, really? I don't it, think balloons. Oh, are Oh, Atlanta! Scary.
2: Shout out. Oh, Atlanta. Because that's where Stanley lives with his wife. Uh, Stanley's the perfect
0: strangers. Oh yes. on, on ABC.
2: I did not notice that when I was re-watching <laughs> yeah. this that with Balki Yep,
0: played by Bronson Pinchot.
2: But you get... um. Oh, this is so, so sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was just going to say real quick. Bronson Pinchot. One of my all-time favorite books is the book they based uh, From the Earth to the Moon on. Okay. And it's okay. Uh, a book called uh, A Man on the Moon by Andrew Chaikin. And the guy who reads the narr- the audiobook version of it is none other than than Bronson Pinchot. Cousin Balky.
3: Oh.
2: Yes. I did not know yeah. that. Fun fact. No, yeah, there you go. Okay.
1: Um, well, who is this guy? He's a great character actor. He plays grown-up Stan in the film. Yeah. I've um, seen him in a million things.
2: We can ask old man Jason. He probably knows. But uh, no, He looks
0: like Ed, Her- Ed Herman. He does a little.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's got the suspenders and the mustache, just like from Gilmore Girls. But um, Stanley is the most, he's kind of the most devastating one so far because and this is something that you come to find while you watch the movie is that none of the grownups remember what happened to them when they were kids. No, their they... memory has fogged. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was talking to Meg about that earlier today. She says, apparently it has something to do with the fact that Pennywise needs to come back every 30 years to feed. He does. So he puts like a fog on their memory. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll put,
0: start... some, I'll put some context on this for you. Do you Please know, do. do you know what was a, a current event story at this time? was memories not serving at the moment well um there was a big deal in the early 90s and late 80s about um repressed memories of ritual child abuse
2: oh i was gonna bring that up actually uh yeah i i I didn't know what you meant by event so okay yeah yeah. Yeah, and
0: that that was that was a thing with grown-ups suddenly remembering Mm yeah it was all bullshit you know but well who's that character's name do you know
2: the Wife or no, the guy, Stanley. Stan.
1: That's, that's Stanley, yeah. It's the uh, the Jewish kid who's in that's the, what uh, Adam Scouts. was just saying.
2: He's a he's obviously like some big character actor, but we're trying to, yeah, place he's a him big right character.
1: Now. He was in like License to Drive with Corey Feldman. Oh, uh, Corey Feldman, <laughs> because that's the movie that I should point out right now because everyone's seen that's License to Drive. It's a great movie, it, it really is a good is. movie. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, so Stanley's the most tragic right out of the starting gate because yeah, none of them seem to remember, like, oddly enough. And it doesn't really make sense because Mike is the one who remembers everything. Apparently, well, w- in the beginning, because you start yeah. out with the little girl being killed. What's her name? Uh, the first victim of Pennywise is Lori Ann, the little girl who was on her little trikey or whatever. And uh, yes. and her mom apparently saw, her get, saw the after effects of her being murdered
1: in the front lawn. Richard but- Mazur. Richard Mazer, yeah, he's yeah. in a lot of 80s yeah. and 90s movies. Including License to Drive.
2: But without Mike, none of this comes back together because Mike, and it's something about staying in Derry or leaving Derry that yeah. affects your memory because Mike called everybody and well, as soon as he calls them on the phone, it's like they get struck with lightning and Stan's, Stan just doesn't want to go back and he, he commits suicide in his tub. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, whereas like Bill had totally forgotten that his little brother was murdered. Like he even has, he talks to his wife about that. Cause she's like, Bill, what is wrong? Like you really, I don't even know how to impersonate her. It's like her. some
0: Eastern Europe, Francian, South American accent. Yeah.
2: Whoever's yeah. from there. Tweet us. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> and we'll figure it if out. If your
0: grandmother spoke with that accent,
1: let us know. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. That okay, fair well, enough.
1: Well, Mike stayed in dairy on he basically devoted his life to staying in dairy to make sure that it never came back. To so I this guess out. because he stayed in dairy, he remembers everything better than everyone else who well, kind of moved on with but their lives at the
2: end though that doesn't make any sense because mike is in dairy he's still recovering from getting injured right and he's like i wish i could remember us all standing on that bank together but my memory's fogging more every day and i know uh we have to remind each other when we see each other on the street what each other's first <laughs> name is so the the yeah. memory thing doesn't make a lot of sense it's a little inconsistent We're, i mean i know we're sort of jumping to the end of it but like bev and dan dan right uh, John, Stan. Stan, no, no 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 no, uh, Stan ben. ben Ben so Bev and Ben hey go stack. off together yeah <clears throat> Bev and Ben go off together and get married a week later after leaving Derry and then yeah. they're pregnant like a month later is what Mike is saying at the end because it's like you said it's so stand by me it's like well, they yeah, two rode uh, off into the yeah. sunset and this is what happened to them and blah 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 <laughs> uh so you've got that Billy uh Billy cures his wife with a bike ride uh, which doesn't make
1: any sense. Well, it's a magic bike. Hi ho silver. Yeah. Oh, it's magic. Okay. A yeah. bike ride can
2: get you out of a coma. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining
1: I'm just imagining somebody
0: on a coma riding a bike. Come on, <laughs> stand up, Come on. It? Damn it. <laughs> it it works but every it, time.
2: So the memory thing doesn't really add up either because Mike's. You know what this to town forget. needs? Batman
0: Linda well yes but, oh my, well yeah Every town Adam, needs a Batman. Adam doesn't know this but this is my rule of every movie oh right I, yeah at some point in every movie I go you know what this movie needs Batman Batman or Rick and Morty Batman. because Batman would kick the shit out of it he just wouldn't <laughs> oh, yeah. just wouldn't even bother him one yeah. grappling hook no I was actually thing. saying what they need <laughs> is silver on his gloves if one of these kids grew up to be Linda Hamilton because <laughs> 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 he'd be like hello kids I'm back oh Jeez. shit <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 oh, dun, my dun. God. That'd be Sarah so hard. It is time, Pennywise. Oh, man. Come with me if you don't want to be killed by a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Who's or audi- a giant spy, though. Who's overacting.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man. That giant spy. We, oh. actually,
0: we saw the new uh, Godzilla movie, and you know they actually... Uh, At some point in the movie, you actually hear a character yelling, get to the (laughs) choppers.
3: It's
2: awesome. It's like when your phone is down to 1%. Get to the charger. (laughs) Get to the
3: charger.
2: (laughs) Anyway, so bring it back to Henry Bowers really fast. I'm I'm taking a bow right now. You're welcome. Yeah, that
0: was great. Uh, um,
2: (laughs) Anyway, so uh, Henry Bowers is actually a little... Freaking gangster thug, because when the the loser kids throw the rocks at him to rescue Henry, or rescue Mike, excuse me, Henry's like, you're dead, you're all dead, and that's such a typical kid thing to say, but then Henry and his little gangster-ass friends follow them into the sewer to actually murder them.
0: Yeah, they were committed to it. Yeah, it was happening.
1: But they get their comeuppance because Belch gets sucked into a tube, and I think (laughs) (laughs) Henry Bowers turns into Billy Idol. Yeah, yeah. which, <gasps> a fate worse than death itself.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a nice yeah.
3: day
2: to scare some kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What's Did he fun? have another song besides White Wedding? Because I'm sitting here trying to think of a song besides uh, White Wedding, and I can't do it. Rebel, <laughs> Rebel Yell. Oh, shit. Yeah, Rebel Yell. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm a Billy Idol fan. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> I couldn't correct you. I'm still laughing too <laughs> It's a nice day to scare some kids. Eat the scene. (laughs) Eat your soul. I would like to see Montana.
1: What's a uh, fun fact about the sewer scene? Is it was everything was apparently rusty. So they told the actors to be really careful to not, so they wouldn't get tetanus. Yeah, that yeah. those are the
0: good the good old days of filmmaking.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was
2: back before you know. <clears throat>
1: Try like not a, to get tetanus, kids. All right,
0: roll it.
2: <laughs> don't pick up. No, that was our parents' solutions to that. Like I, because I don't remember getting a tetanus shot when I was really young. I got one when I was a little bit older.
0: I yeah I was probably about twelve or thirteen when I yeah I, I was about to say I would twi- say cool, shot, like
2: yeah. late late elementary or early middle school but in the meantime your parents were like don't touch rusty things yeah, God you, yeah <laughs>
0: well that was my dad's attitude which dad dad I got cut on this rusty nail what are you stupid you might die <laughs> you might die
1: son
2: we might have to put you down like old Yeller if your jaws lost right. together <laughs> well
0: you had a good ten years son yeah well we'll see how you do in the morning. <laughs> ah, I kids to, were just labor sources anyway just walk it cares. off, put a bandaid on it Yeah, <laughs> rub some dirt in it son, rub some dirt in it Windex,
2: it's all about the Windex if Windex. your family's Greek
0: <laughs> it's leukemia dad, <laughs> rub some dirt
1: in it you'll be fine <laughs> see how you do in the morning oh
2: lordy but yeah, so it's a very Scooby-Doo kind of a moment yeah, where so they're Scooby-Doo. In, they're in a dark and scary tunnel. Jinkies. And of course, their whole game plan is, let's not split up, Lucky Seven. Yeah. And then the first thing, the they, first do thing is they do is then, <laughs> then stands
1: up. on his own. And, yeah. It's
0: and they don't like, seem to, yeah, it's like Pennywise's other powers, he makes people stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: and he's like a light in a tunnel. Predator yeah. vision.
0: <laughs>
1: Pre- predator would kill the crap out of it.
0: Just Britt.
2: He can, would. Can Preda, we get Chuck Predator, Norris in here? Like oh, Penny, Chuck Norris. Pennywise wouldn't even come to the town where Chuck Norris. You know, you Norris know is I living. actually,
0: I actually learned something. <laughs> Do you know that Chuck Norris was born two months before the Germans surrendered? Coincidence,
1: I think. <laughs> wow. no, I don't think so. This explains everything. Does they
0: have the new weapon. His name is Chuck Norris. We must give up. <laughs> Kills your feelings. The new weapon.
2: <laughs> what is it you said on Death Race? So, the uh, oh, d- the dinosaurs pissed off Chuck Norris yeah. that Once. one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you
3: know.
1: I feel like whenever the light was coming after them, I feel like the director was taking a really bright flashlight, <laughs> yeah, sh- <laughs> right in their I can't face. can't
2: see down here, yeah.
0: How much money do we have left? Oh! Oh! Uh, can we get a flashlight? Yeah. <laughs> the budget's been spent. <laughs> Wait, I got I got a flashlight at home. I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> uh, this <laughs> is Pennywise now. now. Yeah. Yeah. The flashlight is too expensive.
3: But,
2: <laughs> oh, another question about this whole thing. Um, why is it if Richie's the only one who sees it as a werewolf? Why does it take two pieces of silver? to kill it.
1: Because because, because they believe. <laughs> because if you believe it happens, it can happen. See that's
2: what Meg said. Believe in so, your dreams. Yeah, you, you hit him with the silver bullets and then it's Eddie but but well, but then it doesn't work later. So well, Eddie gets him with this well, little um, he, he inhaler. He's
0: like the Borg. He he adjusted to the
1: uh, attack. Of, <laughs> does Maybe they didn't fully have the, the oh board, my god, the No, board. I get it. I'm okay. just, they didn't have the childhood belief. <laughs> well, it's like the it's like the ending of Nightmare on Elm Street, where they're like, "I give you no power. I'm not afraid of you. I believe you should disappear," and Freddy just vanishes. Yeah, it, it's a it,
0: like it, pretty unsatisfying. Very, it's yeah, a a less ending. Are you kidding me?
2: Oh, uh, Tinkerbell <laughs> has to have you believe in her. She's gonna live. But yeah, what? this is just a clown version of that. You should, you I know, guess, the,
0: the Borg are the stupidest bad guy. In, in all of science fiction, I'll just say this because one thing Star Trek has proven is that the Borg can be—you can't kill them anything modern—but if you drop a large rock on them, it oh, will yeah. kill them every time.
2: Hey, they were so, gonna do that to Rick and Summer, so yeah, it's just affected. drop a rock on them. Oh, I've got to interrupt you, Jason, because th- I was really impressed with Henry Bowers right here. He's about to kill who, Stanley?
1: Stanley, yeah. Yeah,
2: and he's like—he is a badass with this switchblade. He's just he's popping knives off of Stanley's shirt. Popping the buttons shirt, off, yeah. Like, even professional strippers have to train to rip their shirts in a way that they makes go to. A, <laughs> kid. Yeah,
0: they go to but university he, for
1: that. I yeah. really, yeah. I really like Stripper it here. University when Belch gets, first of all, Belch looks like he's being raised to heaven, sort of, but oh, he's yeah. actually be he alive. looks like
2: Danny Zuko in Beauty School Dropout. Oh. <laughs> like, just
1: so okay, I'm gonna ask this.
0: Okay, just so the audience knows. Okay, what exactly is it up to? He's we should he, probably
1: explain. He's that. eating them.
2: Oh yeah, he's uh, well. Uh, do we establish that? Because he murders Georgie by pulling his arm off. But, right. But then all of the kids, well, most of the kids that he kills are buried. They have little grave sites for them.
1: Do they have the bodies in those grave sites?
2: That's a good question. But Because Billy, that's where Billy first sees it again when he's a grown up. He goes to the grave site where Georgie was buried.
1: A, bu- a bu- Billy boy. Yeah, yeah, and
2: it's trying to get rid of him.
1: Well, Georgie got, after his arm was ripped off, he got pulled into the sewer and fully eaten.
2: Oh, okay, so they buried Georgie's arm.
1: No, they. Pennywise got everything. <laughs> so he got his arm first, and then he got the rest of them.
2: Oh, so Pennywise was raised by a Depression era grandma. You, yes. you don't leave yes. any yes. bites of the chicken left. <laughs> yes.
1: No. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Idol. Billy Idol.
0: <laughs> White wedding. White wedding. <laughs> it's
2: a good way to wear a cardigan. again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry folks you're gonna have to just give us a minute (laughs) (laughs) okay actually you know what this movie does need and i'm gonna say this no i'm gonna say this and deny that i'm wrong michael jackson (laughs) how awesome (laughs) would this movie be with i
2: mean they're already in a sewer he could get a really sick dance number if
0: michael jackson showed up as like white
1: gandalf (laughs)
2: Then it would run. Pennywise. Oh, hell no, I'm out.
1: Pennywise should have taken the form of Michael Jackson. Oh my God.
2: Oh. Oh, Michael Jackson with sharp fangs. Come to Never Never Land. Well, if they, just
1: made, if they made the movie about
0: five or six years later, it would have been, I'm crippling student debt. <laughs> 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 no. I want to throw something. My greatest fear.
1: It's just a big, he just comes in the form of a big piece of paper with yeah. student debt. <laughs> Your right credit
0: on it. score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. <Billy> Try <laughs> getting a mortgage now. Oh,
2: please. <laughs> Hen- uh, not Henry. Uh, Mike is working in a library. He didn't go to university. Yeah, that- True, neither did Billy. He's writing for what's that you
0: say? A librarian emergency? I'll be right there. (laughs) All of these kids ended up being
1: super successful,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, so maybe Pennywise was good for them. Maybe he was just trying to give them a little
1: push in the right direction. The just yeah, because Beverly's
2: right killing it in the corporate world. Hell yeah, she um, is.
1: Because
0: nothing scares
1: her. Bill's a writer, uh, Ben's an architect on Time Magazine. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. Ben is and, oh, and dating mm. the woman with the most 80s prom dress that's ever happened yeah. in the universe. Rich is success. a successful comedian. Um,
1: Actually, sh- the only one who may not be super successful is Mike. He's just a librarian. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Suck it, librarians.
1: <laughs> Sorry, librarians.
0: <laughs> you do realize one of our co stars and her play as a librarian. Right? <laughs> I just, I, just, I just, little shout, sorry about that. little shout out to you, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: sorry, Rosie. She's
2: not listening. It's okay. Nobody's listening. That's why we can say whatever we want to <laughs> Well, because uh, Katie was telling me the other day, she said, well, mom was telling me uh, that she loves your show. And I was like, oh, that's great. Thank you. She's never listened to it. Uh, no, no, no. She's li- she <laughs> oh, was yeah. like, she's listened to Clueless and The Mummy. I was like, oh, so she's listened to your episodes. Yes. And she's yes. like, yeah, she says she should have me on more. And I was like, trust me, that's happening.
0: Maybe that's how we'll get a huge audience. We'll just have every person in the world on the show. Yeah, we just and need we'll to the be black the black we'll, we, we will be the biggest podcast in history because yeah. everyone's mom will listen. Yes. Yeah, except for that one guy. And that's sad. What? Whose mom wouldn't listen.
2: Aw. Your mom doesn't like you? Damn, dude. My mom barely listens. <laughs> but that's because we talk, we we're talking about movies and stuff that she never watches. Not so true. like she, why would she? My mom
0: has never listened either. Oh really?
2: Well, you don't let her listen. That's a big difference. I don't
0: actually think she knows. I actually haven't told her this podcast. No,
2: like she listened to, uh, she's listened to bits and pieces all over the place, and uh, she was like, "Gosh, you guys sound super good in the studio. The sound is great." And I was like, "Yes, we do." Any comments on the actual subject material? And she's like, "Not really." (laughs)
1: Yeah, but But
0: your
2: voices sound so nice. Yeah, that's such a mom thing.
1: We're at the point when the kids are about to uh, slay Pennywise, or so they think. For the next thirty years, and uh, I-, I thought the claymation clown was a little scarier than Tim Curry, to be honest. Yeah,
2: wait, claymation clown. Well, when that starts was to melt.
1: No, yeah. when uh, when when he gets sucked through the drain and the lights coming out of his head, it's, oh, a, it's a claymation okay. clown. Didn't I thought it looked that. very creepy. <laughs> I think he looks creepy. You're the pretty eater much, no of worlds,
0: but you're hanging out in a sewer. Don't bullshit me. In dairy, <laughs> why does
1: he only eat? kids why didn't and dairy? Yeah, why
0: didn't you go to like Brooklyn? There's why lots more kids there? Why there? does Brooklyn York only hang out in dairy? I guess. Not battery acid. No, yet. yeah, I, that was
2: what you were saying about they had to believe in their weapons. I guess because they believe that Bev was the tough one who was never scared, so she shot him with the slingshot and that cracked and his inhaler. head open. Yeah, and yeah. the inhaler. Yeah, because Eddie's like, "Suck battery acid" or whatever he said. And I'm like, Eddie, are you sure that's battery acid you've been inhaling all this time? Because yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you believe <laughs>
1: that <explains> it. it. <laughs> this is this is the uh, this is the scene right here where he's like totally claymation.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the budget went way right down the because tube. <laughs> 90s
1: TV movie effects and budget
2: well what kills me about ABC is that they they fully funded this project and they jerked Clerks the Animated Series around the way that they did
0: well yeah but to be fair six no. episodes
1: Clerks the Animated Series is amazing six it episodes was, no, it come was. on it, yeah,
0: yeah Clerks the Animated Series was genuinely and it,
2: and it even like lines up with Pennywise and the kids in the sewer yeah. oh it just I had just escaped from this serial killer. He's been holding me captive. I can just describe the dank caves for police artists. Wait,
0: Kevin Spacey?
2: No, Randall from Clerks. Oh, right,
0: yeah. Sorry. Oh,
2: God.
0: (laughs) I thought you were making
1: a Kevin Spacey joke. Sorry. No! Uh,
0: They did that on Family Guy.
1: I'm glad that someone else is a fan of Clerks, the animated series. Yes. Okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. So, I think this is as good a point as any... To uh, to pause because for the first time ever in the history of the hindsight is horrifying podcast we get to use the words to be continued. <gasps> dun wow. dun dun. Stay tuned. Uh, join us again next week for part two of Stephen King's It. Sorry, I said it wrong. It. <laughs> exclamation yeah, point Exclamation point!
2: hopefully we'll be able to get uh young adam back in the studio with us if he if he's had enough fun this time around
0: yeah if we yeah because if uh if he doesn't come back he will never find out what happened to his dog so true um
2: we true. have fail safes in place adam
3: you have no
0: idea <laughs> yeah. so thank you very much adam for joining us on part one of stephen king's it and
1: it. <laughs> it. of course, of course, thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. And we look forward to uh, you being back and of course audience, we look forward to you guys being back. In the meantime, thank you for sharing your daytime, your night time, your drive time, or just whatever the heck time it was with us. For hindsight is horrifying. I'm Jason Mitchell.
2: I'm Darth Jader. Young Adam. <laughs> I think that nickname officially stuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. Yeah,
1: that's it. Good night, folks.